folks, it's time to back that ass up and to back out of your really bad backed takes. And there are no more backed puns from me. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you're watching or listening in from. And like we talked about last week, coming with episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from here on out with the occasional crypto happy hour in between. If you are new to the channel, make sure to hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. But today we're talking about BACT because BACT was the great white institutional hope that was going to save Bitcoin and to save cryptocurrency and to, to just cure everything on the planet. Or was it? And there are a lot of takes out there right now about BACT that are happening. And like we talked about, it was the great hope that was going to save Bitcoin and it has been slight crickets so far. So naturally, uh, anybody who is bearish on Bitcoin, bearish on cryptocurrencies is coming out and doing a little jig and celebrating and dancing and having a great time. So let's take a step back and try and look at things rationally because that's what I occasionally try to do on this channel. So we're going to take a look, uh, rationally speaking, at everything with uh, backed and a lot more in today's discussion. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to talk to you about my friends over at NetSuite. Look, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem that growing businesses have, and I've found this myself, that keeps them from knowing their numbers is the hodgepodge of business systems. You got one system for accounting, you have one system for sales, another system for inventory, it's a big inefficient mess when it comes down to managing your business and it's taking way too much time, way too many resources, and it hurts your bottom line. Well, look no further than NetSuite by Oracle. It is the business management software system that handles every aspect of your business in an easy to use cloud platform that gives you the visibility across business lines that you need to grow. And with NetSuite, you save time, money, and those unneeded headaches by managing your sales, your finance, your accounting, orders, HR instantly, right from your desktop, from your phone, anywhere with the cloud. And that's why it is the number one business management cloud system. So if you go right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Bobby. That's netsuite.com slash B-O-B-B-Y to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits, netsuite.com slash B-O-B-B-Y. Let's hop into it. So why does BACT even matter? Well, one of the big reasons that Backed matters in general is the company that's behind it, Intercontinental Exchange or ICE. Now, you may not have heard of ICE, you may not have heard of Intercontinental Exchange, but you most certainly have heard of their largest subsidiary if you have any familiarity with uh, just general markets, and that is their subsidiary, the New York Stock Exchange. NYSE is actually owned by ICE, so now you have a company that owns the New York Stock Exchange that is now directly participating in Bitcoin financial products of some sort or another. That alone is pretty big in terms of the industry as a whole and how far we've come. So as of September 22nd, BACT went live with their Bitcoin futures and they have a daily Bitcoin contract, as well as a monthly Bitcoin futures contract that they, that they currently have available for individuals. And the big difference is this is a highly regulated financial product that 
the quote-unquote institutions or the serious institutional investors of the world will have or can have some comfort in terms of utilizing and acquiring and holding it on their books. So this is a really big step for the industry and has been touted by a lot of people for a really long time that this was going to be a big deal. Now, people in general have kept a very close eye on what's happened with both the daily contract for backed and the monthly contract. Now, the monthly contract has had about 71, you could see here if we're looking on the website right now, uh, about 71 contracts worth of volume. Each contract is a Bitcoin. So 71 Bitcoin worth of volume. So in general, right now, you're looking at less than a million dollars in daily volume, which is leading many people to already classify backed as a failure. This is something that was supposed to save Bitcoin was supposed to get the widest spread adoption that you could possibly think of. Uh, and, you know, the institutions were going to flow in, right? That's that's what you heard. And now you see, okay, this has less than a million dollars in volume in its first 24 hours. Big failure, right? Well, some people are saying that. And we'll take a look. So Jonathan Cho, uh, J. Cho, who is a uh, Bitcoin bear, crypto bear in general, uh, has eh, like 5,000 followers on Twitter, talks a lot about why he's bearish on Bitcoin. So he said, and this was uh, eh, 10, 10.30 Eastern time this morning, cryptos are falling hard within half a day of backed shocked. Did I not tell you the backed hoopla was backed bullshit for a year that BTC does not have the econ properties needed to be a money, that it is not supply stock to flow, but demand that matters more the opposite of what Bitcoiners say. And... First of all, Bitcoin is down about 2%. So let's not act like this is some type of uh, you know, terrible failure here. But people are going to look at what happens with BACT as a, um, in the immediate term, depending upon how fast or not so fast that this picks up, people are going to look at what happens with BACT and try to point to it as a failure if they are bearish. Everybody uses specific things to fit their own narratives. And everything in life especially in the crypto markets, is about fitting your narrative and talking your book. If you are actively short Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, you're looking at this right now and saying, ha you idiots, you were talking about backed for a year. You were waiting for this thing and this, this financial contract that the big dogs are supposed to go out there and trade and to acquire uh, Bitcoin, whatever it might be, physically settled, uh, physically settled Bitcoin, you're going to have less than a million dollars in daily volume within the first 24 hours of launch. That's pathetic. But on the other end of the spectrum, you have to take things into consideration. You have to look at things uh, with a greater picture. And Suzu, who's always one of my favorites uh, in just crypto Twitter in general, also Leo Bull, shout out Suzu. <laughs> but Suzu said, back will likely be first a trickle, then a flood. The reality is that most regulated futures contracts get low adoption on day one, simply because not all futures brokers are ready to clear it. Many people want to wait and see. The tickers are not even populated on risk systems, etc. And that is going to, that's something that I think a lot of people just don't like nobody has patience in Bitcoin. Nobody has patience in crypto. It's something that trades 24 seven, 365, which removes all elements of patience of just rational thought of really anything in general. It is something that is 
because of how schizophrenic and ridiculous the market can be in many aspects and in many times you have this just super rush to judgment and uh nomad who is another just kind of i think somebody with good quote unquote institutional thoughts are on more of the regulative exchanges also the same thing and have thought process there which says guys backed will take months to show any real market impact if at all the only difference between this and other launches we've seen uh thus far is ice actually lined up clearing and brokers to be ready day one both cboe and cme had only one to two small dcms nobody had accounts with um so you have to set things into just realistic expectations. And I think that's something that a lot of individuals just in general in the crypto world have problems with. And everybody just gets really hyped up about things. In some cases, I think a lot of individuals, just generally speaking, got really um, built up on this backed FOMO that it was going to be this incredible product that on day one was just going to change the face of the world because you have ICE, the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange, behind it. And that was going to really just take everything off and all of a sudden Bitcoin would go to the moon. Obviously, that hasn't occurred. It hasn't been a negative either. The thing that you have to think about too, and this was said in a uh, Telegram group that I'm in, uh, and it was a really good thought. I'm not going to give the the person's name um, away. But so he said this. He said, as recently as five years ago, you could only buy Bitcoin on a repurposed Magic the Gathering card trading website, aka Mt. Gox. And now today you can trade Bitcoin via a physically settled derivative in a marketplace run by one of the world's largest exchanges and clearinghouse owners, aka the New York Stock Exchange and ICE. If you're focused on day one volume, you need you may need to take a step back, zoom out mentally and see what is going on here. And I really do agree that that is the key to all of this is taking a step back and just relaxing. When you look at what's happening, again, the largest, one of the largest kind of exchanges and clearinghouses in the world is now offering a physically settled derivative product for Bitcoin that is heavily, heavily, heavily regulated and can be adopted by larger investors. Does that mean that larger investors are going to adopt it? No, but it does mean that the possibility is there. And that is, I suppose, what matters and I suppose what makes a difference. But everybody expecting things the second and gimme, 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 now, 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 just take a step back and, or take a step back and relax because things take time to develop, especially when you're talking about regulated financial products and you're not talking about um, some ICO, IEO, whatever it might be. Things take time to develop when you're actually dealing with real businesses uh, and not a bunch of retail investors. Tossing Ether, BNB, or whatever it is at the latest product out there. So, in other news that is unrelated to Backed, which surprisingly there is news unrelated to Backed today, this was a thread that I thought was pretty interesting. Got a lot of traction on Twitter because if you say anything good about Bitcoin, you're going to get traction on Twitter, obviously. But this is from Jared Dillian, and this is somebody I, I randomly read a book that was completely unrelated about Bitcoin from this was a few years ago, actually. But I read his book, Street Freak, Money and Madness at Lehman Brothers, which I recommend you give a look. I'll put a link in the description to it on Amazon or Audible, whatever you want to check it out. Uh, but definitely a crazy book just about how nuts Wall Street was uh, kind of in the 2000s. But so he is now an, an author and just a financial commentator in general, 
um, has a newsletter and some other comp- things as well. But so Jared uh, said this on Twitter, and I thought it was definitely worth the conversation around. It says, I'm a former Bitcoin skeptic that is now a Bitcoin believer thread. Uh, the thing that turned me off to crypto wasn't the technology or the principles behind it. It was the cult surrounding it. Bitcoin Jesus, Coin Daddy, all that nonsense. Shout out Coin Daddy. Uh, nobody calls Roger Ver Bitcoin Jesus anymore. For the love of God, stop that. To a seasoned investor, this was a sure sign of a bubble, and it was. Also, it was the idiotic risk management. The crypto world is full of people who say they will never sell. That's what the gold world was like in 2011. Everything is a trade. Everything is meant to be sold at some time. I get it. You hate fiat, and someday we will all be transacting in Bitcoin, etc., etc. But in the meantime, everything is a trade, and the XBT-USD relationship fluctuates over time. Be a trader. As for the cult stuff, I've seen quite a few investment cults in my lifetime. Dot-com was the biggest. Funny thing about dot-com, you had your share of Jesuses and rappers back then, and then the tech had a decade-long bear market, and the real bull market began. The fang that we have today with trillion-dollar market caps is the echo of the dot-com boom 20 years later. That is what crypto is going through now in compressed time. The bubble phase is over. The real investment phase has begun. I don't think it's possible for my conviction to get much higher. I won't go into detail here, but it is mostly because of the wearing political developments. There has never been more of a need for a stateless currency, and that will only increase BTC and a lot to unpack in that. And I think a really interesting discussion overall around his investment thesis and comparison to the dot-com bubble that has, you know, Bitcoin has been and and crypto has been compared to the dot-com bubble in the past. And I do think when you look at it, it does bear obviously some striking resemblances when you take into consideration what the two are kind of looking at, but then you also look at the compressed timeframe that the crypto market is currently in. I do like the point where he does say the real investment phase has begun. And on a side note, going back to it, going back to it, tools like Bact are allowing for a real investment phase. You don't need to go on Mount Gox anymore to buy, not that you've had to in a number of years, but you don't need to, to go on sketchy exchanges to buy Bitcoin if you want to, if you have real money. I'm not talking about $5,000. If you are a multimillionaire, trying to scale into the asset, or if you are a family officer, whatever it is, the real investment phase is here. The infrastructure is starting to get built out. And for him, for Jared, a lot of the information, you know, a lot of his conviction stems from the political developments around the world. Obviously, there's a lot of geopolitical stuff happening, the macro environment with a lot of the uh, quantitative easing that's kind of restarting all that type of stuff. There is a lot of things at a global level that are really encouraging for the Bitcoin to USD trade pair. I also think that he does make some valid points around everything in life is a trade. Everything is a trade and that, you know, at some point in time, you should freaking sell and you should take profits. And I think that's where a lot of people fell off in the past uh, when looking at some of their crypto holdings in general. But I thought that was a good tweet storm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Jared's book in the past. that was completely unrelated to Bitcoin. We'll include links to both below, but would love to hear your thoughts. What what are you thinking about backed? Are you super disappointed? Are you giving a time? And then also, what do you think about Jared's tweet storm in 
general if you are new to the uh, to the youtube channel by any chance make sure to hit that subscribe button and the thumbs up button if you're on the podcast as well make sure to leave a rating and a review crypto bobby signing out hope you have a good one peace